Man Show special guest. I met my mouth clubhouse. He's the credit king, Steve. Stephen, I'm winning you. My man from Nashville, my old stopping grounds. We talked on the DM like, we know we're all about the old how Nashville used to be before it changed on us. Steve, what's up, my guy? How you doing, man? What's going on? How you doing, man? Man, I can't complain, bro. It's, it's cold in the ATL today, man. But, hey, we're making it do what it do, bro. That's a good look. That's a good look, man. Well, uh, thanks for having me here. It's uh, Credit King Steve in the house. Uh, just like he said, man, we had some some good conversations, and it felt like it was a long-lost friend. Uh, we met up on the awesome uh, app of Clubhouse, which I'm um, starting to love. And uh, it's been awesome ever since. And I greatly appreciate you for taking out your time to just uh, let me borrow your platform just to talk about life, uh, taxes, credit, business, and all of that good stuff. So I'm definitely happy to be here. And uh, man, it, it looks like it's the beginning of something real good. No doubt, Steve, because I think, bro, lots of black folk do not really understand credit, business credit, that, uh, taxes, and how to build your national wealth. And having a guy like you on the show is helpful because we need to hear about this stuff because it's, it's a kind of taboo in our community. Talk about money, generating wealth, credit. Uh, they want to run from credit, kind of, kind of, you know what I'm saying? So I wanted to ask your first question, Steve, about this. Credit cards, brother. Mm -hmm. I, 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 just credit, I paid off my credit cards two years ago. I'm not a credit card debt, but sometimes it's good for, good for some people to use them for various things. So what are your thoughts on credit cards and how to use them responsibly to build up your credit score to get what you want for as a house, a car, or a business line of credit down the road? Okay, sounds good. Awesome. So uh, things about credit cards, credit cards are good to have. Uh, they can be kind of tricky if you don't understand what you're getting yourself into, but uh, having a credit card is an awesome tool to have. The only thing about the credit card, I always say to make sure you're paying attention to the interest that's in there. Also with the credit card, make sure you're keeping it between that 15% and 30% threshold of spending. What that means is that if the card has $1,000 on there, try to keep it under about $150, $200, not to exceed $300. Uh, the reason that is, is because later on, you want to be able to extend that credit and grow that credit or even obtain uh, more credit cards. And the things that uh, credit companies look at, they look at to see if you're on time, if you're paying your payments, have you paid them? And they're looking to see if you are consistent. So credit cards are good to have. You have a, what's called a secured credit card and an unsecured credit card. Uh, a unsecured credit card means that pretty much you don't have to put a down payment down to get that credit card. A secured credit card means that you have to put a down payment down. So that's a $500 credit card. They're going to expect you to put $500 down that you cannot touch in order to get that credit card in hopes for you to grow to be able to get more uh, monies and um, also to be able to tap into other things that you need. So uh, that's the good thing about a secured credit card. And then the game plan is to get an unsecured. Once you get an unsecured, you do not have to put a down payment down in order to uh, get that credit card. No doubt. And Steve, I know for me, 
I haven't used a credit card since 2019. Now, my credit score is kind of what it is with the 700s. It hasn't changed because I haven't used a credit card. Is that good or bad for somebody in my excuse who don't use their credit cards? Where is that kind of my score is what it is because I don't touch it. So for guys like me who don't use them, who have them, what should we do going forward? So for guys like you that uh, don't use credit cards that much and you do have them, it is good to have them, keep them open, but you do want to use them, but just keep them under that threshold. So uh, if you have a credit card, you know, maybe go spend $100, $150, and then you pay it off at the end of the month or uh, whenever you get the monies, even if it's before the due date, pay it off. The earlier you pay it off, the better it is. They also have a thing that's called micropayments. So any of my credit clients that uh, come in uh, to Almanu Financial, uh, I tell them if their payments is due on the 30th, try to go ahead and make a, a partial payment 15 to 10 days before that payment is due, and then make the remaining payment when that payment is due or the day before. What that does is that makes one payment looks like two payments, and then it helps build your FICO score uh, that helps build your credit score as well. So if you have an old credit card, please, by all means, do not cut it off. If you go cut the uh, credit card off that you've had for a long time, uh, what's going to happen is your credit score is going to start to tank. It's going to start to go down. So you want to keep that credit card alive, um, and that way you can start building um, installments and revolving credit and get a good credit score in order to get that home that you want. Three of the things that they look at when you're obtaining a home, they look to see if you have good installments and payment agreements. If you have a good credit score, if you don't have a lot of delinquencies and things like that uh, on your credit score. And then they look to see if you have revolving credit. Revolving credit is what it is, revolving credit, credit that revolves month in and month out. Uh, the thing that I like to say, uh, a good way to remember credit and how credit is, credit is similar to a muscle. If you don't flex that muscle or if you don't use that muscle, that muscle doesn't build. Similar to credit too. If you don't flex that credit or if you don't use that credit, then uh, that credit doesn't build. And then uh, while we're on the topic of credit cards, one more thing that I want to speak about is what's called an internal credit score. Uh, what I'm running into with clients that clients do not, some clients, not all, but some clients do not have bank accounts. You want to go ahead and get you a bank account, at least get you two bank accounts, a credit union and then a regular bank. And if you have a business, the same thing. The reason that you want to go ahead and get that is because they have a thing that's called an internal credit score. And that in, uh, internal banking score that plays a part to your internal credit score, which helps your credit in the long haul. So by having a bank account and having multiple bank accounts open, one or two bank accounts and utilizing those banking accounts, um, you go ahead and build what's called your internal uh, credit score and banking score, which helps build your credit as well. And Steve, like I know for me, 
Tennessee State University in August. I got all my credit cards and I was 18 years old. On that, on that get, I, I got a T-shirt, some pizza, some popcorn, <laughs> signed up for a credit card. I ended up with 12 of them, bro, no lie. Had, I had 12 credit cards <laughs> freshman, freshman year in college. <laughs> it, happens. it happens. And see, I, I was the same way. Nothing was different for me, man. I moved here from Mississippi in uh, 2004 to go to uh, High Tech Institute, uh, where I learned computer networking and security and got a degree in that. And uh, nobody taught me about finances. Nobody taught me about saving. Nobody taught me about credit cards. That was something that I had to learn on my own. And so what I tell people, and especially us as Black people, we have to educate our people. We have to educate our people. We have to educate our kids. When you're going to the bank, start taking your kids with you to the bank. Let them make the withdrawals. Let them make the deposits. Uh, let them interact with the banker. Let them get to know the banker. Uh, that's two of the things that I am grateful for having awesome parents. My mother, uh, Annie Edwards out of Columbus, Mississippi, and my father, uh, Stephen Onwenu Sr. out of Detroit, Michigan. They taught me at a young age about money. I wasn't new to money. My mother was a beautician. Uh, we stayed in the east side of Detroit and she ran a beauty shop out of the downstairs of the, of the home. And so that taught me at an early age how customer service to deal with clients, uh, chemicals, getting things, uh, speaking to people. And one thing that I loved is that she took me to the bank with her to make deposits. And so that taught me at an early age to have money in the bank account, start doing banking, uh, start learning about finances. Uh, my father, he is a retired correction officer, but he worked on the ice cream truck in Detroit, Michigan. If anybody know anything about Chicago and Detroit, you know that there's a lot of ice cream trucks, so there used to be. And my father is Nigerian, and so I learned early age about money, getting money, uh, setting it aside, uh, splitting that money, putting it in the bank, and, you know, learning about finances. And so it kind of helped me later on in life to kind of build things and just learn, you know, that, hey, you need to know about money. You need to teach your kids about money. You need to teach your kids about credit. Go ahead. If you have a good credit card and, you know, let's say you, for, for example, and you have kids, if you have a good credit card and, you know, no delinquencies, no bad credit or anything like that, go ahead and add your kid as an authorized uh, user and go ahead and start building their credit. That's the things that I hate, you know, in the African American community, we don't put a lot of emphasis on building, you know, our kids, kids credit. And so if we go ahead early and put them as an authorized user, what'll happen is as your age and your credit bill, your kids credit bill, then by the time they're 17 or 18 years old, they're already ahead of the game. They already have an 800 or 850 credit score. They're able to get the best interest rates, the best loans, the best credit cards, the best of everything. And so that's an important part that when anyone comes on board with me, when it comes to credit, uh, I not only cover credit, I worked for the IRS for 10 years, so I cover taxes, I cover finances. I'm a third generation business owner. I own multiple businesses. And so I like to educate people, hey, this isn't for me. This isn't just for you. This is for everybody else. Educate your people. 
educate your kids, uh, let them know how to use money, let them know how to pay bills. That way, when they get older, they won't depart from you and that knowledge is instilled in them and then it'll help them along the way. No doubt. And you offer, you can get bankruptcies, bankruptcies off your credit report, student loans, child support, yeah. liens. So tell them about your services, what you can get off their credit report, because it's very key, you know, to get, the, get, get those scores. You can use that line of credit to build business credit and also build up credit to get a good rate for your house, a car, yeah. all that good stuff. Definitely, definitely. And so I'm glad you mentioned that. So you know, I am the Credit King, Credit King Steve. I'm Credit King Steve on Instagram. You can also check me out on Clubhouse. And, um, you know, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. My website is www.onwenuf, as in Frank, S as in Sam.com. Again, that's www.onwenufs.com and set up a free consultation. And that way I'll contact you, you contact me and we'll look at your credit. And so what I do is I do credit repair and not only do I do credit repair, I would say that I am a financial specialist. The reason I would say that I'm a financial specialist is because uh, my variety and background of business uh, goes a real long way. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time in it. I'm going to talk more about the credit, but uh, just to use for an example, um, I was the CD man, <laughs> the ice cream man, uh, the gold teeth man. Uh, so throwback jerseys. I played uh, drums for the church. I played the piano for the churches and all different type of churches. I helped people around the neighborhood doing chores. I mowed grass, worked at Taco Bell. Worked at KFC, uh, helped Bell and Hay, uh, you name it. <laughs> and so, oh, you a hustle man in real life. There you go, the hustle <laughs> man in real life. Uh, prepaid legal, uh, you know, clothes, shows, uh, you you name it. I've, I've done it before. And so um, after doing all of those things, of course, you want to specialize in something. And you don't just want to be uh, what they said, uh, Jack of all trades. And a master and, of none. <laughs> there you go. You never want to be that. So I started deciding, okay, let me go ahead and buckle down and try to see what I want to do. So um, my background, I have a degree in computer networking and security. And I've uh, worked for Dell Computers. Uh, I've worked for the IRS for 10 years. And so I know everything there is to know about taxes, liens, uh, I handled accounts from $100 all the way up to half a million dollars, setting up payment plans with CPAs, lawyers, accountants, uh, stars, actors. Uh, I've talked to comedians, uh, football players, basketball players, you name it. And so I have a wide experience of talking to any person from any level, just your everyday person. So what I would have to do is set up payment plans, whether that's a payment plan or 50,000, 100,000, 150,000. I would have to take financial statements, look at all your income, kind of determine what you can and cannot afford and try to give you a game plan to get to your goals as well as making sure that you're compliant with all your personal and business returns. So that's kind of some of my background and then credit repair. So with credit repair, um, it's such a general name but it's uh, kind of wide scope and there's multiple wheels turning inside credit repair. 
So I like to say a credit repair specialist. Uh, what we do initially, I send you a link. We get you set up with credit monitoring. From day one, we start securing and making sure nothing can happen to your credit. No one can steal your credit. No identity theft or anything can take place. So that's the first thing I do. I lock down your credit. Nothing is going to happen anytime anybody pull anything on your credit. You're going to get an email or a text letting you know that that's done. So once that is done, you send me back uh, the link, um, the last four digits of your social, your password. I input that information into a system that I have. And then I email you a copy of everything that's on your credit report, the good, the bad, the ugly, the inquiries, the things you forgot about, everything that is reporting on that credit report. And then we take 30 to 45 minutes, some even hour and a half, and we go down each individual line, letting you know what's on there, how it got there, what we're going to do to get that off your credit. And so uh, I do what's called a credit audit, and it's valued at anywhere from $200 to $500. I would say that the audit is priceless, but that's just me because I feel like knowing where you stand and knowing where you are as far as financial is priceless. And so uh, I give that information to you, and then after that, uh, based upon your needs and based upon what's on your credit, we go from there and decide what package is good for you. Everybody credit isn't the same. If we have 20 people or even five people in a room, everyone is going to have a, a different credit score. So I base a package based upon what needs to be done on your credit. Everybody isn't going to get a home. Everybody isn't going to get a car. Some people just need their credit good for a loan. Some people just need their credit good for SBA. Some people just need their credit good to tap into some funding. And so Things that I take off credit, uh, I take off bankruptcies, I take off collections, student loans, uh, child supports, medical bills. Uh, and let me go back to the student loans. Let's make this clear. I do not make them disappear. You do still owe them. <laughs> so we is not just a voila and they go away. But what I do is I pull them off your credit report. It takes about six to eight months. And I do that. That way it can help you obtain a better credit goal with what you're trying to get done. It looks a lot better to say that you don't have any student loans versus have student loans on your credit report. I take off uh, child support, medical bills, late payments, identity theft, repossessions, public records, evictions, and tax lien all off your credit. And what I do is I use the credit laws that are out there to make sure we nail them to get these things that are incorrect and that uh, aren't yours and that are fraudulently put on your credit report, off your credit report. That way we can get you in a better score and a better position. That way you can obtain homes, loans, cars, uh, whatever that you may need. And so it is a process. Um, uh, the process to get started and set up is pretty simple. After the consultation, we get things set up. I sent over an invoice. And then every 45 to 60 days, you get an update letting you know that your credit score is going up what's taken off, what's been added on. And so we start to get that built and, and you'll see every 45 to 60 days, your credit score going up. So that's kind of the repair process. On top of that, there's a restoration process. So the restoration process is, I teach you how to uh, get revolving credit and I get, get it reporting to your credit pretty soon. So within the first 30 to 60 days, 
I teach you the steps to do to get uh, at least $10,000 worth of revolving credit reporting to your credit report. Let me repeat that again. I give you the steps to get at least $10,000 worth of revolving credit reporting to your credit report legally every month. And that's something that's extremely hard for most people to do because nine times out of 10, if your credit isn't up to par, you can't even tap into loans. And so if you don't get a secured credit card back to what we talked about earlier, which is putting 500 or $1,000 down, you know, and then working with that for two to three years, you may build your credit up to be able to tap into five or $10,000 of, of revolving credit. But I do have ways that can get you 10,000 or even 20,000 of revolving credit reporting every month. So, um, and not only do I do that, I then teach you on things to do and to stay away from, that way you won't get back in the slump of having the bad credit. And then I also help you with anything that you may have as far as tax help, business help. Uh, I do do training and uh, teaching and I have business packages for or business funding. Um, you know, he mentioned about credit, personal credit and business credit. We don't talk about business credit a lot. And that's something that we do need to talk about. Let's, let's yes. make sure we, we just put a pencil in there, business credit. Uh, people often ask me, what is business credit, Steve? So pretty much if you are starting a business, there's things that you have to really get done in order to be able to tap into loans for business. So this is the part where you get your pen and your piece of paper. I'm going to give you some gems and nuggets in these next few minutes. These oh, gems wow. and nuggets cost me about uh, two dollars to $3,000 for training but I'm gonna give these nuggets for free. And I want you to be educated. I want you to be empowered. And I want you to leave learning that, hey, Steve taught me something today. And so what business credit is, business credit is when you tap into funding based upon your business, not your personal. So business credit is a total different entity than personal credit. Business credit is almost like another person, but it's a business. Um, the best way I like to explain it with people, personal credit gets you one vehicle, business credit can get you five, 10, 20, <laughs> you know? And so we need to learn about business credit. The things you need to start business credit, once you get a business and a tax ID number, that's something you're interested in, contact me. We can get that set up, um, for just a few hundred dollars. I can get your business set up, the name, paperwork, all to your front door within three to five business days, and you'll be ready to go. But the thing about business credit is you need to get a tax ID. You need to make sure it's filed correctly. Um, the free game is go to www.irs.gov, and all you have to type in is tax ID number. You have to input the name and the information of the business, and voila, there's your tax ID number. I know that sounded hard, but it's not that hard. So that's the hey, first. Steve, it's easy, brother. Easy. It's, easy. It's, it's not that hard. That's all I did for my business. That's all I did. <laughs> that's it. So after you get that tax ID number, uh, you want to go ahead and incorporate what are you filing? So are you going to be a sole prop? 
Are you going to be an S-Corp? Are you going to be a corporation? Are you going to be an LLC, Limit Liability Corporation? And then after you get that filed, depending on what state you're in and how your laws, you may have to file with the state. You may have to just file federal. Make sure you look into your local laws to find that out. You then want to uh, get a Duns and Brad's number. And Dun and Brad, you can Google that. And once you do that, it's a free number and it's a free account to get started. What that does is that represents your business with similar to when a person has a social security number. When, you, when you're born, you get a social security number. When you get a business, you get a tax ID number. Every tax ID number isn't created equal. Until you get a Dunn and Brad's number, your business is just a business in a business name. It could be being filed, it could be running for years, but without that Dunn and Brad's number, it's not gonna have a profile that builds and carry your business. If you're gonna have a business running, you're gonna be uh, spending funding, funding uh, clothes, money, food, gas, anything for a business. You need to be getting credit for that business. You need to be getting credit for those transactions. That way it builds your business profile. So uh, those are some of the first steps. Next, you wanna get a business bank account in the business name. Now, if you're getting a business and a tax ID number, I recommend that you do not go with the sole prop. You go with the LLC, corporation, yes. or an escort. Let me say that again. If you are starting a business, do not go, or not preferably, don't go with the sole prop. Go with the corporation, S-Corp, or LLC. That way, this business can be a separate entity. Me, Steven, I'm a business. I'm a new financial services, it's a business and it's its own entity. I'm a new commercial cleaning, it's its business and it's its own entity. And so once you start doing that, uh, you wanna get a website, you wanna get a 1-800 number, you wanna get a dedicated business number, you wanna get a virtual mailbox, unless you already have a separate address in your personal for your business. Do not register your business with your personal. Register with the virtual mailbox or register it with your alternate address. So that right there is about two to $3,000 worth of information. And that right there can get your business started to be able to build business credit. Now, most banks uh, prior to COVID would tell you that it takes two years before they start giving you business credit. Uh, but um, now with COVID and everything going on, they're more so wanting you to be in business for at least three years before you, they're able to give you business credit. Now, does that mean you can't get business credit before that three years is up? No, you can still obtain it, but that's the requirements that banks are asking as far as business credit. So if I go to get a loan, let's use this example. If I go to get a loan, I have an option to get it under my personal or I have an option to get it under my business. If it's me, I'm gonna get it under my business. I'm gonna have two bank accounts opening for my businesses over two to three years. And with a good credit score, I'm gonna be able to get a $5,000 to $10,000 business loan. And I'm gonna make sure I'm paying the monthly payments on that loan. And then guess what? Right after I go to that bank to get that loan, I can turn around and go to the second bank and get another loan. 
and then take that five or $10,000 and pay them whatever those low monthly payments back. As long as you do not default on those loans, those loans will not report under your personal social security number. Let me say that again. <laughs> as yes. long as you do not default on those loans, those loans will only report under the business, not under your personal. So what that means, you can still go get a personal loan. You can still go get another business loan. You have the options to get that. So, um, but before you're able to even obtain business credit, you do need your personal credit looking good. It is possible to be able to get business credit, but when you start getting to certain levels, you're gonna have to get your personal credit up to par because nobody's gonna trust you with a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars and you got a five hundred credit score. I'm gonna just be honest with you. I'm not saying it's impossible, but you know, it's very rare that that's gonna happen. Also, another thing I wanna say is just because you have um, a business and you do not have a Dun and Brad's number or Dun and Brad Street to be exact. Long as you don't have that, if you don't have that number, that doesn't mean that you can't get loans. Um, I had my first business on a new commercial cleaning and I was able to obtain loans. And uh, also with obtaining those loans, I did not have a Dun and Brad's number. Uh, but it is better and easier to go ahead and get a Dun Brad Street number. What'll happen is once you start doing business with companies after so long, they'll assign you a Dun and Brad Street number and you won't even know that you have it. So it's better for you to go ahead and be on top of the game and you know get things and keep your business intact. And then what you do is you start to build that business and you write off everything in that business. You know, if you're going to get food and lunch, that's a write-off. You're talking business, that's a write-off. You have clothes that you use, uniforms for business, that's a write-off. Your home, that's a write-off. The vehicle, that's a write-off. The, the cell phone, that's a write-off. <laughs> you know, uh, a percentage of my home is a write-off, you know, because I'm a small business, self-employed business owner, and I use a, par a portion of my home to do business in. So it is a write-off. Uh, take advantage of those credits. Take advantage of things that's out there. Too many times us as people, and you know what I mean us, you know what I'm saying, us as people, uh, we are left behind because we don't have our business ran correctly. We don't have our business filed correctly. Uh, you know, if I had 30 friends and all of them had businesses filed correctly, I could teach them how to obtain twenty dollars to $30,000 of SBA loans. And then what can happen, we can all put that money together Go buy a wing stop. Go buy another, uh, you know, we can even buy a uh, apartment complex, you name it. But we can't do that if you don't have things together. We can't do that if you don't have your credit together. We can't do that if you don't have your business filed. You can't be out here running a rinky-dink business and you don't have a paperwork filed. It's not that hard. It's a small investment. It may feel hard, but it's a small investment. And people like me, we're here to help you allow me to use my 15 to 20 years of business experience, 10 years of IRS experience, five years of credit experience to help you obtain those goals and things that you need. And so we have to help our people. We have to educate our people. I spent an hour on a webinar before coming on here, uh, listening to SBA. And it hurt me that people that 
have backed up child support, they're not going to be able to get SBA. People that's not paying their child support, they're not going to be able to get that SBA. That's uh, anywhere from $10,000 to $150,000 worth of funding, one of the lowest interest rates that's out there. They can't get it because they haven't caught up on child support. Uh, people that don't have a good credit score, they can't get it. I'm sorry. You know, uh, we can talk the talk and we can talk business all day. But if you got a 400 credit score, you ain't getting no loans. You're not no, getting you're any. Not. <laughs> <laughs> you're not forget getting. that, Captain. Man, not at all. That shit for sale. <laughs> let's not even play those type of games. You know, <laughs> I know you're not approving you. I know you're not getting it. And so I could be able to help more people, but more people don't have their business, you know, ran correctly. So once again, you know, play that back if you haven't already. You know, get everything written down. Get your business filed. Uh, get your Duns and Brads. Get your website. Get your 1-800 number, virtual address. Uh, go ahead and get a different separate number for your business. Get a business banking account and then start utilizing that. And then within about six months to a year, you know, if you come through me or come through anybody on my team, we can see about tapping into some of those business funding. Of course, if not, you'll just have to wait the two to three years to your business grow and then be able to get it from your bank. And so I hope that answers some of your questions as far as uh, business banking. Uh, just because of business, business, not banking, but business credit, just because a business is open doesn't mean they have business credit. But at the end of the day, you don't want to use all of your cash. You don't want to liquidate all the funds that you have. Um, when I first started some of my businesses, all I knew was to liquidate funds, save money, make money, take the profit and reinvest. Well, you know, that kind of get old once you get older. And then when it's funding out there and monies and, man, you have grants and nonprofits, ways and companies that want to give you this money, they can't give it to you if your paperwork isn't correct. They can't, can't give it to you if you don't have the right funding and you don't have the right paperwork done. So get that paperwork done. Reach out to someone that can help you. That way we can tap into this money. No doubt. Steve, you have blessed the people today, my brother, because guess what? We need to hear this because uh, I wish I could go longer with you. I wish I could have, I have, so, I wish I could have an interview out there, right after you. I would go longer with you, man. I wish I could go longer. But folks, my man has blessed you all with free game. I tried to, man. I tried to. <laughs> he came to the Boss Man Show and gave you all free game. Well, he mm -hmm. gave you cost 5G minimum of game he gave you today. At least. <laughs> minimum 5G for free. <laughs> and because of, this is about relationship building, people. See, I was talking about the show. Meet people, network, relationships, and you'll grow. Because now, That's guess it. what? Because I met Steve, you all can grow now. He's paying it forward through coming on this show. Paying it forward to you all. So it's all about being together, people. And Steve, my brother, thank yes, you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's just the beginning, man. We just getting started. It's just a warm up, brother. <laughs> we got to come back for a part two about Nashville, man. We got to discuss. Let's do it. House of Bentley's. Yes. Dreams. Drams. Dogs. Mystic. <laughs> Lose the news. LAX. Right. <laughs> all right. All right. LAX, baby. Down. What did you say? Okay. Silverado. <laughs> said Silverado. 
That's a throwback right there, man. Knockout wings. <laughs> Real hey, deal hey, barbecue. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Where's barbershop? One is barber style. First class barbershop. Southern City East. What are you saying? Fits. All right. Ooh, barbecue. Man, okay. Eds. You got to get throwing eds in there, too. Sweats. You got to. You got to. Can't leave them out at all. The college crib. <laughs> These kids don't know the half, brother. They don't know the half. They don't, hey, can't trail on Cleveland. Right, right. That part. That part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are coming to our, the whole Nashville review of like people don't realize, realize the game. We're talking about Nashville. We're talking about old Nashville, not new, gentrified Nashville. There it is. There it is. <laughs> right. That part. Exactly. <laughs> Changed a lot, man. It's definitely changed a lot. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Hey, it was fun, bro. I do this again, bro. Be safe, my guy. Yeah. See you soon, my, my dude. Let's do this. You have a good one, man. Thank you, man. Hey, it's folks. It's Credit King Steve. Follow him on Instagram, Clubhouse, Credit King. Hit him up today. He'll help your credit immensely become better. Let's get it, man. All you right. have a good one, bro. See you, bro. Thank you. All right. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.